Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. All right, yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Cheryl Wood. Cheryl Wood is a compelling thought leader and a motivational speaker with a deep-rooted passion for supporting the personal development and economic empowerment of women globally. Cheryl is one of the most compelling thought leaders and voices in motivational speaking today. Armed with a mission to empower, Cheryl has already impacted the lives of hundreds through her life-changing principles of fearless living. She is an award-winning entrepreneur, speaker, corporate consultant, author and business strategist who specializes in equipping audiences to stretch their thinking, expand their expectations, and play a bigger game. She compels men and women to embrace their personal power to visualize and achieve their career, business, or life goals. Women of the world, Ms. Cheryl Wood. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and, and to share this message with your listening audience. We are excited as well. I'm sure our listeners are excited to be hearing from you today. So thank you so much as well. Now, Cheryl, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment at a time, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. There might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Tell us a little bit more about you and your business and the idea behind that need. Absolutely. So uh, my company is Cheryl Wood Empowers, and I specifically use, use that word empowers because that is the core of what I want to do, especially for women um, who are looking to grow and develop personally as well as build economic empowerment. And what I do primarily is work with women entrepreneurs who are in their first five years of business, that very critical stage. And my mission is to drastically reduce the number of women in business who have a grand opening and grand closing within that first five years because they come in so passionately, but they're not sure how to clarify their target audience and what they offer, what their value is in the marketplace. They're not quite sure how to articulate who they work with and the solutions that they provide. And because of that, that means they're not able to monetize on that passion. So I work with those women to clarify, articulate, and monetize their message so they can keep their doors open. You have such a profound mission. And I like when you said about the grand opening and the grand closing as well, which is sad. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Now, your um, business that you have, you call your own, you, you probably have um, like a, an, a vision for yourself and as well as for your business. 
Can you share our listener what was the defining moment that you saw the light and made you say, this is my business? Absolutely. So initially, when I started out five years ago, I actually was doing something completely different. All I knew was that I wanted a different reality than what I had. And at the time, I was running the corporate rat race, punching the time clock in corporate America and building someone else's dream. And I knew as a wife and a mother of three young children that I just, I didn't want to live that way. I felt very disconnected from life. So I actually started as a little t-shirt business. I had a mommy t-shirt business and my t-shirts were all about inspiring women who were moms and, and, and just women in general to live their best life and to celebrate who they are and everything that they give to society as, as a whole. And literally one day I got invited to come in and speak at an event with Morgan State University up in Baltimore, Maryland. And they said, we've heard about you. You're this mommy who has this mom t-shirt business. And we want you to come in and teach other women how to start their own businesses. And for a moment I said, well, are you sure you have the right person? Because I was still so new myself learning the ropes. And I went and I did the, the speaking engagement and I trained other women how to get their businesses up and running. And I knew, I knew after that moment that speaking was the thing that I was destined to do. The way that I felt and the impact that, that was made on the audience was something that I'd never, ever experienced or felt before. And from that point forward, I never looked back on the speaking engagement, on speaking opportunities in my speaking career. Wow, what an inspiring story. I mean, <laughs> knowing, I mean, being, be, uh, having other people, you know, realize, feel that, oh my God, you are impacting others' lives and especially the, the mommy, the mommy's world that we call, we call it the mommy's world. I mean, that is so inspiring and I'm sure you're touching a lot of lives, a lot of many lives out there. So thank you for sharing that one. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success, you know, that turned this vision into a reality. You know, women entrepreneurs these days are extremely organized, more so than their counterparts. They have attention to details. They stick to what they do. You know, they have this glue-like qualities can, that can be admired by a lot of people who are not quite at that level in their business. And one of those qualities is tenacity, the ability not to quit when faced with that situation. And it appears that you have that special quality. So what do you think about that? And did you actually use that in the times when doubt, worry, and fear might have set into your mind? Absolutely. In fact, that's very ironic that you use that word because I actually give a presentation called Nurturing Your Possibilities with Tenacity. And I travel all across the country and I share that message with women who are trying to really walk in their greatness and women who are considering entrepreneurship and those who are really trying to come to terms with what their purpose is and aligning with that purpose. So when you talk about tenacity, absolutely, that's something that I've had to implement in my business in order to keep moving forward. So I've had to, to be stubborn. I, I connect that word to, to being stubborn, absolutely stubborn that I'm never going to turn my back on my dream no matter how hard it gets. Even when challenges are, are facing me, even when life throws me a curveball that I didn't expect. Sometimes you have a disappointment in business. Sometimes business relationships don't go as quite as well as you'd like them to. Or perhaps you were thinking that a client was going to sign on and you were going to get this big check and the client changed their mind. Whatever, all types of things happen in business. And you have to have that attachment, that 
tenacity, that stubbornness, that determination that no matter what, you will not give up on your dream. You will keep pressing forward. And so I've had a host of things that have happened. I've had plenty of failures, especially early on in my business, but those failures have made me successful. If I didn't have those failures, I wouldn't know how to do it the right way. So absolutely, tenacity has been a huge part of my journey. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's one of the qualities that entrepreneur, being entrepreneur, and it is a quality, it is a skill that we, everyone can develop. So it's not something like you were born with. I mean, lucky if you were born with it, but it is a skill that we can develop. And as entrepreneurs, I do believe that it is one of the qualities that we need to develop to be able to withstand whatever challenges are going to come our way because there will be challenges along the way which brings us to the next topic your biggest challenges and how did you overcome them you know us entrepreneurs we face daily challenges that define our being and i'm sure you are no stranger to challenges as evidenced by some of the things i read about your business now to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person you so if you can share with us what have been your biggest challenges and beyond being tenacious what made you what enabled you to overcome those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today i would probably say one of my biggest challenges was really acknowledging my own worth so i came into my business extremely excited extremely passionate and energized to help other people to serve others and to support the growth of women globally but unfortunately, I came in with not so great of, of a high self-esteem in terms of the value that I brought to the table. So I just kind of wanted to share my story, but I didn't truly put a, a, a value or an, a worth, amount of worth on what I was bringing to the table. And if you don't talk about money in business, if you only come in with passion and you're pouring and serving, but you never talk about the business side of being in business, then your business becomes like a hobby. So for me, it was really a challenge for me to get to the place where I looked at myself as an expert in my industry and what I was teaching other women. No matter how many other experts there were, no matter how many other people there were doing what I wanted to do and had been doing it for much longer, there was still a value in what I had to bring to the table. There was still a value in my story and I needed to tell that story and to share my message so that it could help others. And the only way really I was able to overcome that challenge was to keep telling myself these positive reaffirmations that you are worthy of not just sharing your story, but of using your message and this business to build, develop, to build abundance and prosperity in your life. Because that's why, I mean, we go into business not just to say I have a business. A part of it is that we want to support and empower others and inspire others and serve others, but we also are in it because we want to create a legacy and we want to build generational wealth. And those are all things I wanted. I wanted to build abundance and prosperity in my own life without having to be on someone's job punching the time clock. And so it was very important that I came to the realization that I had an expertise that was needed. Yeah, you touched on a very special and uh, topic in there, like, especially for us women, we tend to underestimate our worth. I mean, I believe that every one of us has that innate value within us that we can share others that can make a difference to others. We just don't know. Or sometimes, like what I said, we underestimate ourselves. We underestimate the value that we can provide to the world. So that was really nice of you to touch on that subject, because I am sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that because 
maybe those who are thinking of going into business and they think that oh i don't have anything to share other people i don't have any value to share other people which which is not true because every one of us has that innate ability or has that innate worth within us that we can share so really interesting and i really like the fact that you touched on that topic all right so let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about how you maintain mental fitness and focus and what they, we call the balancing work and life issues you know being a business owner such as myself motivation plays a key factor day in and day out and motivation could mean many things to many people in the business realm for example the ability to stay motivated is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance particularly if you have a family now my question would be how would you look upon your business as a means to balance your life after work or do you carry work through your life our listeners would really like to know how what's your perspective about this yeah absolutely i you know balance <laughs> I, honestly i don't i don't know if we ever achieve balance successfully i mean <laughs> if someone has a magic potion for that please email it to me or or send it to me through social media because i'm still trying to figure that one out 5 years later and being in business but you know i i try to be very open and honest with myself about why I decided to pursue business in the first place. And for me, it was about being a more present wife and mother. It was about being in a position where I had time freedom to really actively engaged in my where I could take them to school, walk them to the class, and I could pick them up on time instead of having them in before care and in aftercare where they were in school for, you know, 12 hours a day. And so whenever I get to the place in my business where things are crazy and overwhelming and, you know, it's bustling and, and I'm excited about it, sometimes I have to remind myself and ask myself, am I still being present as the wife and the mother that I really want to be? Because I was running from something five years ago and that I was running from that disconnection I felt. So I never want to put myself in that place again where I feel a disconnection between, you know, with my family, with my husband and with my children. So whenever business is just kind of becomes overwhelming, I, the way that I create the balance is sometimes I will just unplug, even if it's just for a half day. And I will just give my husband and my kids all of me. Because business truly can be, it can consume you. You wake up thinking about it and you go to sleep thinking about it. And sometimes it wakes you up in the middle of the night thinking about it. And you're constantly creating and, and being innovative and meeting with people and building relationships. I mean, you literally, especially in the first five years, you eat and breathe and sleep your business. And most times when you're in that first five years, you're a one woman show. So you're not only the, you're the receptionist, you're the secretary, you're the accountant, you're the CEO of the business, you're everything. And so it's important sometimes that you really uh, assess, assess where you are and if you're really accomplishing what you want. And if you feel like it's you're a little off balance, be willing to unplug momentarily and kind of regroup and reassess where you are and then move forward. You are absolutely right. And for our listeners who are thinking of going to business, don't be scared of this days what they call work-life balance. You'll work with it. You And like what you said, one way of doing that is to be present in whatever it is that you're doing at that moment. So if you are working on your business, be present in that. And when you are with your family, be present with your family. And 
if you are, are on your me time, then be present in that because it's really hard, especially like what you said, if you are so passionate, we tend to work long hours because it's not no, no longer work for us. So, but at, at the same time, it's so important to unplug ourselves and kind of rejuvenate and be away for a little bit because there is life. And, and that's why we are in business in the first place to have mm-hmm. that flexibility, to have that freedom, to have that time to be able to do whatever we want at, at a certain time. So don't be scared for you out there who are thinking of going to business because it is like what they said, it's a lot of work, but there is a price. There is a price that you look forward to. And that's one of the perks of being in business. So thank you for sharing your perspective on that and how you are managing that because it's a delicate issue that a lot of, I'm sure a lot of women out there are trying to figure out, okay, do I want to go in business if it is going to be like this? <laughs> Something like that. So thank you for sharing <laughs> yeah. that. All right. Now let's talk about how you measure your success. Your business financially appears to be doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. You know, I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as entrepreneur, what's your feelings about success and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? That's a great question. I, I, you know, I definitely agree that success is it's relative to each individual person. And I don't think that you can ever look at the person to your left or the person to your right and, and look at what they're doing and say, oh, that's success. Uh, because their definition of what success is can be completely different than, than yours. So for example, for me, um, I love what I do as a speaker. I travel internationally. I love coaching women. Um, and I may look at another speaker and I say, wow, she has it all or he has it all and they're traveling all over the world, but they may not have children. They may not have a mate and they may be able to do that, you know, 360, you know, 355 days out of a year. But my, I may choose to only travel a certain amount of time. I may say, well, I only want to be gone from home no more than twice a month or once a month. So I have to know what success looks like for me. And for me, being, as you said, present and being with my kids where, where I'm not always gone, I'm not always on the road without them is very important. Another thing that I incorporate in my business is how do I, how do I truly create that level of, as we talked about balance and, and pulling that in to, to achieve what I believe is success, which for me is very, very contingent on having a happy family. And so what I do, if I can, I take my husband and my children with me when I travel. So for instance, next, you know, in a couple weekends, I'm going to be speaking. Well, guess what? We're all taking the train. They're coming with me. They'll stay and hang out at the hotel while I go and do my speaking engagement. And then we'll have family time after that. So just know what it, what feels good in your spirit. What makes you feel good? Is it a whole bunch of money in the bank? Is it being able to have quality time with your children and your your spouse? What does it look like for you? And once you acknowledge that, then you work every day to make sure that what you're doing in your business 
It's intentionally aligning you with that vision. I like when you said success is relative because it is. And when you said about know what feels good in your spirit. Wow, well said. I love that. So for our listeners out there, I know when we go into business, especially for those starting out, of course, we have this tangible um, goal we have we are driven by revenue for example of course because that's needed we are in business because of that but at the same time when we reach a certain level we transcend beyond that it's more of the intangible aspect of what what our business gives to us and like what you said it is that success is relative and that it is what feels good to you so know that while you are starting out you have that in mind that okay i have this tangible goal but at the same time i also have this intangible goals that money money is just a vehicle to reach whatever you want in life so i love what you've just shared all right so you sure you got some good things up your sleeves so why don't you share our listeners what are your plans for the future wow you know there's just a world of opportunities. I That's the great thing about being an entrepreneur is every time you feel like you've gotten to one rung on the ladder, there's another one. You look up and wow, there's another one. So I think that being an entrepreneur allows us as women to really discover the best version of ourselves because just when you're right there at the peak of something great, there's something even greater that you can achieve. And so for me and my journey, I'm really working very diligently to continue expanding uh, my brand and expanding my message, not just locally or regionally or nationally, but internationally and globally. And my goal, to be quite honest, is to become a household name in the motivational speaking industry, just like the Tony Robbins and Les Brown and Lisa Nichols and Allie Brown and all those great those great folks who are out there empowering uh, entrepreneurs and empowering people to live their best lives. Like that is literally what I do. I, I consider it to be like oxygen to my spirit and my soul. So I feel amazing every day that I get to wake up and do this. And so why not take that passion and that energy and that feeling that I have about what I do and share that message globally so others can say, wow, I want that type of energy. I want to feel that about what I do. Maybe something that I, I say to them will be the thing that resonates in their spirit and allows them to start considering for themselves what are their possibilities. Wow, I can see you there. I can see, I can picture you empowering millions all over the world. And your name says it, Cheryl Wood Empowers. I love it. I can see you there. Very exciting future you have there. Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, which is your advice to other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be entrepreneurs. You know, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or more variety or for making that first buck. And you are looking at them saying there's more to it than that. So my question would be what types of special suggestions or advice and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can give them your top three advice that they can take action on today, what would those three be? Well, probably number one would be to write it down. So oftentimes we have these great ideas and this vision in our mind and we, we have goals and we have aspirations that we may think about, 
But I believe that if you don't write it down, it just, it remains a wish. And wishes, that's just for fairy tales. It's not for real life. So if you want it to actually become a goal, a an actual measurable goal that you're going to be working towards, get it out of your head and put it down on paper. That would be my first suggestion. My second suggestion would be to begin visualizing what it will look like to be at the place that you want to be at. So before I ever got to this place of traveling internationally as a speaker, I claimed it and I spoke about it and I thought about it. You know, Zig Ziglar, he's a great motivational speaker. He says, you have to see the reaching in your own mind before you ever actually get there. So you have to start imagining what does it feel like when I'm on stage and I'm going to be speaking to thousands or millions of people? What is it going to be? What is going to feel like when I get the call to travel to Japan or travel to Africa to come and share my message? What will I feel like? And you start to visualize it as, as though it's already real, as though it's a dream that you can already reach out and touch. And I believe when you can visualize it in that manner, it makes it more real to you internally, which strengthens your resolve to work to make it happen. And then probably my third step would simply be stop procrastinating. So too often we are trying to tweak it and change it and well, this has to be in line and this has to be the right way and and we never actually get started on pursuing the dream. We keep putting it off and saying, when this happens, then I'll do it. When my kids go off to school all day, full time, then I'll do it. When the kids get out and go to college or when I stop working my full time job, you just have to stop procrastinating and jump in with both feet and you will figure it out as you go along. And what will happen is when you jump in with both feet and you really kind of give more power to your your faith than your fear, I believe that is what allows all of these doors of opportunity to open for you that you never imagined. And that would be my absolute, absolute advice to even myself if I had to go back five years ago. Awesome. Those are brilliant tips that you have just shared. I mean, I totally agree with all of those. I mean, first you write it down, then you have begin visualizing it. And then the big one for me is that thing you said, stop procrastinating. I mean, just do it, get in the game. Love mm -hmm. those. Now, what, <laughs> what, what tool or a resource can you share our listeners that you use in your business is radically changing the way you do business? Well, you know, for a long time, I, um, I was one of those entrepreneurs, again, who would go out and I would share my message, but I was missing a big piece of really growing my business, really growing the infrastructure of my business. And so for a long time, I wouldn't collect people's information. I didn't realize that was a necessity. So one of the things I started doing was I learned how important an email list is, a database of people who enjoy your message and want to hear your message consistently and are looking for you to continue to educate and inform them based on your expertise. And so you've got to get started with some type of email list, some type of management system where you can manage the people who really want to hear from you. So for a very long time, I was using... Uh, a, a tool called Constant Contact, and that allowed me to store all of my, my emails, people who were following me, who wanted to continue to hear from me, and that served me very well for a long time because I was able to reach out to these people by email, email marketing, every week, once a week. And what that did was it began to build credibility. So, you know, in business, you have to build the KLT factor, know, like, and trust. 
If people know you and like you and trust you, they will buy from you. And more recently, I actually realized I needed to take that up a notch and go to the next level. And so I just recently switched over to a, a client relationship management program, CRM, called Infusionsoft. And that allows you to create all types of marketing campaigns and to organize how you want people to hear information from you and what will happen next once they take one step and then they take the next step. So all of that is so important uh, for every business owner. And But get started with something. Get started with some type of way to stay connected with the people who want to hear your message. Awesome resources that you've just shared. And you know, us entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Probably one of my favorite books. And I, you know, I'm constantly reading. I think as an entrepreneur, you need to be an avid reader, constantly reading. But one of my favorites is a book called The, the Millionaire Messenger. And it's by a gentleman named Brendan Burchard. It is absolutely one of those books that I keep it with me in my purse because it's such valuable information to help you to tap into why you want to do what you want to do. How is it that your life, your experiences, the things that you've been through, how is that going to benefit someone else? And how do you craft it so that others can benefit and change their lives and transform their lives or their businesses or their careers or relationships based on your expertise? So I, I highly recommend that as a read for all entrepreneurs. I really love that book as well. And Brandon Burchard did a really good job in telling us the how-to kind of how to package your message, how to get your message out there. And that's a, a really good book to start with. So I thank you for sharing that one. I'm sure our listeners would really like to grab that and read it. And uh, especially for those who are, have a message in themselves, but they, they don't know how to spread that message. That's a good start. So thank you for sharing that one. Now, Cheryl, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you've done this, you've done that, but you also experience a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So my question would be, if you were a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? <laughs> I could probably give you a list, um, but <laughs> because there are such amazing, you know, women and men uh, that I follow, and I, I know that they've had such humble beginnings, and they've literally put in the work, the time, the energy, the effort, the resources, the financial investment to grow their business, to to grow it to a global brand. So there are a whole lot of this long list of people, but. You know, I'd probably have to go with one who I think everybody would say, okay, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And that's Oprah Winfrey. I mean, she came from, you know, poverty and and so many awful things. There was such tragedy in her life, but she did not give up. She decided what she wanted was something greater than her reality at the time. And she put in the work. And she's one of the most profound, one of the most respected and admired women, you know, on the planet Earth. Can I say that on the planet Earth? I mean, people, they hear her message and they hear her advice and her guidance and it's respected worldwide. And I think that says a whole lot, especially for a minority woman who came from her background. So absolutely, I admire and respect her. Uh, she's at the top of my list. Absolutely. I think everyone loves Oprah. I mean, for who she is and for what she does, um, impacting lives of 
millions all over the world. Yeah, I totally agree with you. She is a superhero, superheroine, and <laughs> you are also a superhero. Now, tell our listeners where they can connect with you and learn more about you. Kind of watch you grow and succeed more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so that we can be more than we are today. I would love for the listening audience to connect with me on my, you can check me out on my website, which is uh, CherylEmpowers.com. And then you can check me out all across the social media platforms at Cheryl Empowers. And that's on Facebook. I have a fan page that I'd love for you to come over and join and and join in as I educate and inform entrepreneurs and inspiring entrepreneurs. I'm on Twitter at Cheryl Empowers, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. CherylEmpowers.com. And by the way, all the fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com. Just type in the name Cheryl Wood on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for those of you who are driving while listening to this and were not able to write those resources and the links that Cheryl has just shared. Don't worry, I'm going to have those ones on the show notes. Again, if you are able to write that link, that's CherylEmpowers.com. Now, Cheryl, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, and for being a role model to many, and for today, for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.